Greetings, EMDR colleagues and friends. Cambria Evans here, the teaching and learning EMDR consultant in my office in San Jose, California. And y'all, I did a thing and I had an epiphany. And of course, I wanted to come on here and share it with all of you as we do uh, almost every week, depending on <laughs> how crazy life gets. But um, I had a really interesting moment um, of just like an aha that I wanted to share personally, but also just professionally that you might want to use um, in your own personal life or with your clients. So what are we talking about? We're talking about uh, confetti moments and how they happen to us all the time. Let me explain. So the thing that I did that I'm actually pretty proud of um, is I had a parenting milestone, okay? I took my five-year-old twin girls on a vacation by myself to a place I have never been and with no support. And, and for those of you who have kids, you might be thinking, well, like, what's the big deal? Well, if you are a twin parent, a twin mom, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> because two against one is terrifying. Um, but it was magical, y'all. I took them to this really um, beautiful place called Pacifica. It's in California. And it is above San Jose, where I live, and below uh, San Francisco, where I used to live for almost a decade. And it was just an incredible time. Like, we all bonded. It was fun. I'm exhausted. But it, it happened and I did something new that I've never done before and I created a new neural pathway that tells me a positive cognition about it and I came home and I've actually been planning more trips. I'm calling them mommy vacations um, for when their dad can't join us because he's working. So it feels like a huge win. I wanted to come and share it. But, but here's what I noticed that has to do with EMDR and neuroscience and all of that <laughs> on this trip. So what I noticed was that when I was driving into Pacifica, when I was in Pacifica, I had these confetti moments and they were just incredibly intense. Okay. Now y'all know that for those of us who are empaths or intuitive, that when we have uh, experiences where we time travel, meaning that we go back to places that we used to spend time, that those moments tend to be a lot for those of us that are empaths or intuitive because we have our brain essentially giving us every linkage and association in our memory networks of this place. And it doesn't have to be a place. It could be a relationship. It could be a smell, right? And what we call them in therapy is a trigger. Um, we call them a trigger. And in EMDR, you've seen this video too, where people who want to explain EMDR will say, you know, your brain opens up a filing cabinet and it pulls out a folder and then it opens the folder. And it's like, but I don't think the folder <laughs> analogy actually is comprehensive enough. My experience, and I know that our clients have this when they're triggered or when we go back to a place because we're time traveling, whenever our brain is linking up associations, I think it's more like confetti, right? So you know how like someone, you have like a confetti popper or someone throws confetti? 
it's like these beautiful pieces or these fragments of memories, uh, of smells, sounds, um, lighting, just all these things. It's like all these things in your, in your back burner of your brain are like given to you in the front burner. And I had so many confetti moments in Pacifica and and here's why. So (laughs) y'all know I'm going to be 42 next year, but when I was 26, and my brain had just finished developing at 25. When I when I was 26 with my developed brain, I was living in San Francisco and I um, was in a relationship with a very, very kind man who was also 26 um, for a couple of months. And this person and I um, obviously did not end up together. But what was so fascinating to me, and this happens in phase four of EMDR, is that when I was in Pacifica, now as a 41-year-old, looking back at these confetti moments or confetti memories, I was able to tap into this relationship that I had when I was 26 in a way that I wasn't able to do when I'm here in my life in San Jose, right? Because in Pacifica, um, where this this person lived and and we dated, there was like, uh, sensory reminders, right? So like the way that the fog looked at, in the morning or the way that the light looked on the ocean in the evening or the way that the air smelled or the way that it felt like kind of cool and crisp and refreshing. Um, the sounds of the birds, the roads. I mean, I haven't been through this town for, you know, 14, 15 years and it's like I'm remembering streets to have all these confetti moments coming up. I mean, and for days while I was there, really allowed me to time travel back to this relationship in Pacifica that I had when I was 26. And y'all know when we have EMDR with our clients in phase four, they're able to now, from a safe resource place, right, look back on something with the eyes and the knowledge that we have now. And what became so clear to me was that my brain was actually integrating dual awareness between the present time and all these confetti moments, all these memories. They just kept coming. And I was able to observe all of that on this trip. So I was doing that, taking care of my twins, (laughs) swimming, having a blast with them, going to the city for adventures. And it was just not what I expected. Like it was not what I had signed up for, but it was happening. And so I reached out to this person and I actually said to him, I said, you know, I have a family, you have a family. I just, I said, I want you to know something, which is that looking through the eyes now of a 41 year old woman back at me at 26, I just want you to know that um, some of my choices I don't feel good about now because you're such a kind person. and I don't like the way that I kind of ended things. And we do this in EMDR, right? We look back on something and we take all that we know now and it just looks different. And what was so interesting was that these confetti moments that I was having in Pacifica attached to this relationship that I had almost 15 years ago, I could actually feel the protection, the love, the joy and the fun that I had in this previous relationship 
and appreciated it now in a very different way than I was able to at 26. Now, we do this all the time, right? But again, there's something about immersing yourself with time travel in these places that brings these confetti moments, these confetti memories really, really to the forefront. And I was really curious about this entire process. <laughs> Y'all know I love the brain. I love neuroscience. I love EMDR. But I had this question. I thought to myself, I thought, have I done so much EMDR on myself as a client with my EMDR therapist that my brain has actually now developed deep grooves, right? Strong neural pathways that actually allow my brain to integrate now and then and observe it in a more robust way than before I did EMDR. And I love this question so much. So think about this. So our EMDR clients come to us and they say, I'm getting triggered, right? Sometimes these confetti moments are like body sensations. Um, they are memory fragments, right? But everyone comes to us and says, here's how I'm getting triggered. And typically people think of triggers as being negative, but y'all, they can be positive too, right? Confetti moments can be positive. And we'd say, okay, you're getting triggered. Let's do some EMDR and figure out how to decrease the triggers currently and go back to whatever in the past needs attention now. Together now from a safe and resourced present time. And we process targets, memories, we desensitize disturbances, we make sure a positive belief is installed, and they're on their way. And what got me thinking and got me excited with these confetti moments in Pacifica that were so palpable, like I could feel the love and the joy from like, you know, just years, it was just, it was so powerful, it was amazing. It was amazing because I just thought our brains are trying to be helpful. Our brains are like, here's this link to this and here's this link to this, right? So much respect for the brain. But what I got excited about and the question I have that's in my heart today is, are we actually doing more for our EMDR clients than, decre than desensitizing trauma targets, than getting rid of uh, negative triggers? I think we're actually training their brain to integrate and observe and learn from all of their past experiences when these confetti moments come in. I think we're actually training training the brain to almost like do EMDR by itself in a way the more EMDR targets we do right? I think we're actually training our brain in a process of integration of then and now and learning. And we are allowing whatever content comes in to fit into that process. And this was my experience on this trip, was noticing how my brain links things differently now that it has a process from EMDR. And I thought to myself, well, this is pretty damn cool. <laughs> this is pretty damn cool if this is what's happening, right? Because what this means is that 
our clients aren't just coming to us and saying, I'm going to do this target and this target and this trauma and this relationship and this trigger. We are actually helping them train their brain to think in a process that looks like the EMDR standard protocol, but without us. And this is exciting to me, and I'm imagining it's exciting to you as you're trying this on and thinking about this. But it makes sense, doesn't it? Because if we give the brain a process or a template or neural pathways that um, are stronger because they're firing together often, right? I mean, I can't tell you how many EMDR targets I've done in my own therapy. A lot. (laughs) And I have a monthly EMDR intensive with my EMDR therapist. And I'm like, here's what came up this month. Let's, Let's go ahead. Let's buzz it out. We do this all the time when we learn, right? We don't, we don't learn a new process every time there's new content, right? Our brain, in all of its just incredibleness, learns a structure or a process and then takes the content and does what it does. So if we are actually letting our EMDR clients learn a new process for how their brains work regardless of content. This means that, and this is pretty meta, so stick with me. This means that even though those clients might have future problems or future traumas, their brains might just be able to figure it out without coming to us for EMDR, because the brain has learned a process to do that, to integrate then and now, to observe and zoom out, right? And this could be huge. So if this is a question you've thought about, or is it something that excites you, I would love to hear from you. You're always welcome to email me, cambria at cambriaevans.com. I would invite you to think about this question and notice with your EMDR clients, right? As they're learning through their targets they're working through, is their brain process actually changing? Are they able to do this more on their own, right? These are for our longer term clients. But it makes sense because anytime we are teaching someone something different, we're giving them a process and a structure that they can put any content in, right? We're we're giving them like a a neural pathway um, structure. We're giving them muscle memory, right? Like you and I can hop on any bike, probably, and know how to ride it, right? Or you and I, if we've been taught to cook different recipes, could go in a kitchen and kind of figure out a new recipe, some new content, because we have a framework, a structure, and a process to cook or bake. And so why wouldn't the same be true about our brains with the process of EMDR. Just so incredible. (laughs) So I wanted to come on here and share this with y'all. If I'm getting too meta for you, I want you to think about this idea of a confetti moment instead of this kind of like file cabinet where we we neatly open up a file and we're like, what's in here, right? The, The confetti moment might actually make more sense for you as a clinician, might actually make more sense for your clients, right? And again, when the brain says, here's a bunch of memories, fragments, body sensations, emotions, pictures, like throwing confetti pieces, this might be negative, 
this might be positive. And y'all, guess what? It's probably a mix, isn't it? It's probably a mix because we don't live in a black and white, rigid world, right? So feel free to take these uh, analogies, these structures, these ideas, try them on, uh, see what you notice in your own EMDR practice with your clients. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can uh, feel free to leave a comment below. I will definitely continue to uh, come on here and, and leave you with more ideas and things to try. But anyway, in the meantime, I invite you to stay safe and stay healthy. And I am always rooting for your success. Take care.